Welcome to episode 83 of Biz Nation. I'm your host, Kerry Zarb. I'm excited to bring you the highlights from episode 76. I confess this was my favorite podcast. Sid Meadows joined me to share his journey of becoming an entrepreneur. This is an amazing, short, sharp version of the full podcast. Let's get right into it. I'm Sid Meadows, and I'm a high-performance coach and a business strategist. And really what I do is work with business owners and business leaders in helping them craft their journey towards success. Every day is different. In fact, this is the first day. One of the first things I do every morning is look at my calendar to actually see who's on my schedule and what's on my schedule so I can kind of mentally prepare for the day. There's absolutely never a dull moment. One of the things that I really had to learn to do and be very strategic about doing was putting time on my calendar to work on projects and to work on tasks. So if I have a client that needed a report or maybe they wanted me to do some research or maybe I'm reviewing videos for them to give them some advice about their their education program or whatever they're doing, I block time on my calendar so that I can do that work. So every day is different and coming from the corporate world, I appreciate that every day is different, still structured, but different. Absolutely. And for ourselves as well, we need time like for your presentation, you know, that's part of your business and something that you want to accomplish. So to utilize your calendar, I call her Sally Sunshine. So she is like a client and she actually gets a time slot religiously, like weekly, twice weekly, whatever I can fit in when I'm not, you know, serving clients. And she's called Sally Sunshine. I pretend that she's a client. So, and when I say she, that's me and my business. And she's called Sally Sunshine so that I mentally then get in the zone of I have to do it. It is a commitment yep. to that client, mm-hmm. which is actually my business. And I think that's a, Absolutely. a pretty cool, yeah, cool way of doing it. I love so. it. Sally, Sun- Sally Sunshine. I'm going to have to figure out a cute name for my, I just call it block time. So I'm going to have to figure out a cute name for my block time. I like that. Where was Sid five years ago? You know, Carrie, it's a really interesting question. Um, five years ago, um, I was in a place where I was mentally, physically, and emotionally exhausted. I was working in corporate America. I live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I had an amazing job. I'd worked for a really great company for 10 years. I was a senior vice president of sales. I was traveling all over the place, living out of a suitcase, but I had become mentally, physically, and emotionally exhausted. And I knew something was going on, right? I mean, I talk about this quite a bit. I don't hold it back, but, you know, I'd wake up in the mornings and look at my phone. And if there was a text message from my boss, my stomach would just like drop. Um, I, I was really, I was sick to even open my email for fear of what would be there. And honestly, the thought of driving to the airport made me literally just want to go in the bathroom and throw up. I was so, I was just mentally, physically, and emotionally in a place that I knew I had to get out of. I had to get out of that place to save myself because the thing is, it took me a while to realize what was going on. And it honestly wasn't until after I left that job that I really realized what was going on. But what I knew was that I was not being present for my family. I wasn't being the husband and the dad that I needed to be because emotionally 
and mentally I was in a completely different place and it wasn't good for me or the people that I love the most. And again, I love the company that I worked for. I loved the people. They're great people. And it was a great order. And I mean, I really, really enjoyed my job. I wouldn't have worked there that long, right? And it's not about them, it's about me. And I wanna make sure that's very clear. It's nothing to do with them, it had to do with me and my joy and my love for the job, right? Yeah. yeah. But I, I did resign. And then the chairman of the board, the CEO and my boss at the time, convinced me to stay and so I stayed and things got better and I felt better and I think things were moving along better and then they took a turn for the worse and um, I remember talking to my wife about it we were on a a rewards trip and I we were down in the Dominican Republic and I remember talking to my wife about it that you know being around all these people and seeing their faces and having a good time with them and celebrating their success and me being part of the leadership of the company i just looked at her and i said you see why this is so hard for me because i love these people Mm -hmm. and it's so hard for me but i came back from that trip and it just things seemed to really spiral and i Mm. knew that if i didn't save myself no one else was going to so that's when i made the decision to actually leave corporate America and go do something on my own. Five years ago, the conversation about mental health was not anywhere near where the conversation about mental health is today. In fact, five years ago, it was a taboo subject. Mm -hmm. We did not want to talk about it. Today, we talk about it because of the importance of I think what's happened with mental health in the workplace with workers and all kinds of other things, it's talked about a lot more and I'm very grateful for that. Had I understood that five years ago, things might look a little bit differently, but you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't talked about then as it is talked about now. So it wasn't pretty, right? Let's be clear, it wasn't pretty because I made a decision that I would not recommend to a lot of people. Um, to make. And if you do make this decision, I would recommend that you have conversations with your partner, your spouse, or just make sure you know what you're getting into. But my wife knew that I was very unhappy. I knew that I was unhappy. And I don't remember exactly what happened, but one day I, I was done. And so I picked up the phone. It was a Thursday afternoon and called my boss and basically he answered the phone and I said, I'm out, I'm done. And I literally jumped off a, the proverbial cliff, right? I quit my job. I believe he made a decision that I don't agree with still to this day. I don't agree with, but he made a decision that the next day would be my last day. Um, and by noon that day I was gone, um, which is fine. That's their choice. Right. Um, but I didn't have a safety net. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that I had to change the situation that I was in and take control of me and my life and my happiness. I had to make that choice. So I jumped off the cliff and then I took a, I took some time off. I took a couple of months just to really sit back and, you know, heal a little bit, start to feel better, eat better, you know, just start to really take care of myself and then start pondering, hey, what am I going to do? I'd always wanted to be an entrepreneur for some crazy reason. 
And so I just started really exploring what that looks like. And then I started on this journey of entrepreneurship. And were you scared? No, I was terrified. Are you kidding me? I was terrified. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Walking into the unknown, creating a business from scratch, even though I was in an industry where I was well-known and well-respected, starting a business from scratch, absolutely, with no product. The product is me. Mm -hmm. The product is what's in my brain and my experience because I was like started out as a consulting, consulting and a coach. And so I, they were buying me. So it was really like my reputation and that's really, really scary. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I started on the journey. I mean, it, it was fun and it was exciting and there were great days and there were awful days, but certainly, um, no, Carrie, I was terrified. it felt bad. It felt wrong. Mm-hmm. It just didn't feel right. It wasn't congruent. And all of a sudden I felt like I, the people that I was coaching, that was their boss. I'm like, this just doesn't feel good. I need to. So then I started exploring coach certification programs and I landed with a, with an organization called IPEC. And, um, I decided to invest in me because if I don't, and your listeners and anybody else there, if you don't invest in yourself, who else will, right? Especially in your growth and your development. So I invested in myself in becoming a certified professional coach through the IPEC Foundation, which is sponsored by or affiliated with the International Coaching Federation. I walked into the room, Carrie, the first day live in person. It was a year long program. Um, I didn't realize how much work it was going to be, but it was a lot of work. I'm very grateful for all that work, but it was once a quarter, every three months, we had a in-person meeting for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I walked into this room of 20 other people and discovered me. And it was what, it was the beginning of Sid's transformation to where I am today. And I will forever be grateful to my colleagues, my friends, the trainers, and the people at IPEC. And honestly, I'll be forever grateful for me for being able to invest financially what it took to, because I freaked out when I heard the price, right? Like most entrepreneurs, when you hear something expensive, but it was the beginning of the best decisions I've ever made in my career to invest in myself and to begin my transformation. Okay, so I think I just got put on the spot for a mm-hmm. timetable, but yeah, <laughs> leave it to my friend Gary to do that. Yeah, so my second podcast, and I appreciate you asking the question, Gary, very much. So um, I'm super passionate about entrepreneurs. I'm one of them. I understand the journey that we walk. And so the second podcast is called the, uh, it's called the Amazing Entrepreneurs Club, and it is focused on highlighting amazing entrepreneurs, regardless of the size of their business. They could be a solopreneur or they could be a hundred million dollar company, right? But the focus is highlighting them and what they've been doing and how they're contributing to their families, their community, to, to our world in general. And, but also focused on sharing their insights of their success Mm -hmm. to help aspiring 
uh, new or young entrepreneurs along their journey. And the reason I'm doing it, Carrie, is because I realized how difficult this journey is to walk alone. And so my focus is to create a community where other entrepreneurs can continue to support each other so that we don't have this feeling of isolation and loneliness that I'm doing this by myself when in fact, we're not doing it by ourselves. There's a community of other people that can all support each other doing it. So I'm really, really excited about the amazing Entrepreneurs Club coming out really, really soon on any podcast platform on YouTube, on LinkedIn. It's going to be there um, for hopefully everybody to get some good value out of it. So thank you for asking. Thanks for tuning in to this short, sharp episode. If you would like to catch the full episode, please head back to episode number 76 on this podcast. I am your host, Kerry Zarb, and I'd love to catch you on your favorite social media platform. You can find me on Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn by searching my name, Kerry Zarb, or on my website at kerryzarb.com. <music>